Welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to another wonderful episode of Those Damn Kids. I am your storyteller, Tyson Fraley, and of course we have our wonderful cast of characters along with us. Starting up, he's a little man who lives out in the vast deserts of Arrakis, creating some sort of strange cult-like uh, persona. It is Adam Honigman. You know, I was I, I knew nothing about Dune until I saw that film, and I was like, oh man, this is some white savior stuff. I'm like, oh wait, no, he's just, he's bad at this. He's like really bad. This is more like Life of Brian than like any other film, <laughs> Avatar, I don't know. I'm like, oh, he's just bad, and they're just using him as a figurehead. That's cool. Next up, he, after a uh, traumatic brain injury, uh, he was not able to connect into the, uh, into Night City and all the various connections, but he's back. He has purpose, and... Most importantly, he's cybernetically jacked. We have Alexander Cruz. We can rebuild him. Stronger. Faster. Next up, considered a sci-fi classic, but uh, a little bit more, in my opinion, more sci-fi romance uh, mixed in there. Uh, this, this next player is constantly being observed by Big Brother, but really, where's Big Sister at? Where's she at? Why is she not around? It's Grayson Roach. I am the big sister. Where's my t-shirt? You borrowed it last week, and it's still not in my closet. Last but certainly not least, this final player is a cybernetic cop hunting down, you guessed it, android pig humanoids. It is Liz Nyveen. Uh, you can check the logs. I, I was trying to decide whether I was going to be Robocop or Blade Runner in my head. But I only said Robocop out loud, so there actually is no proof. But I'm growing wise to your ways, Tyson Fraley. I will hunt you down next. Let's dive into our recap so we can get into this next wonderful episode of the podcast. Last time on Those Damn Kids, the party got up to a whole lot of shenanigans. Uh, after being teleported back to uh, the real world, as you could call it. Uh, the party raced to school, at least Baxter did. Uh, Olivier and Kit met up with Jenny, who was desperately looking for her uh, trusted confidant, Coach Moore, uh, unable to find her anywhere. Uh, the group then heard uh, that there was a brawl going on uh, in the front hall, uh, where Hope was being... Uh, grappled by a series of technicians who are trying to reset uh, his system status. Uh, after a uh, heated discussion with the uh, school secretary, the group traveled back down uh, to the hallway, saved Hope, uh, and inadvertently uh, performed a lot of uh, shenanigans to get out of there, including judo flipping a technician, smacking the football coach in the face with a skateboard, and uh, triggering the fire alarm. The group was then able to hop on the moped and the car and drive off towards McPherson Scrap. You guys then discuss what to do next, deciding to uh, check in on Wendell Fitzgerald to see if he would know further information about the uh, situation at the loop. You guys found him where you discovered that he had been experiencing all the same things that you guys have. 
after a long explanation and some time to try to figure out what happened, the party uh, developed the peanut, bu peanut butter jam hypothesis uh, about how there is an antimatter dimension composed on top of uh, the normal one and that they are on the verge of converging into each other, uh, potentially causing another big bang. You guys decided that was a bad idea, so you're going to break out your other selves inside the loop uh, in order to return them back to where they came from. You guys then tried to go back to McPherson Scrap, noticed a suspicious car across the street, uh, and decided to drive past, heading instead to Matter Hatter, contacted Mr. McPherson, who told you that Project Valkyrie was now in effect. You guys discussed uh, over a little bit of time before you saw a mushroom cloud in the distance, a loud boom, and McPherson, McPherson Scrap aflame. And that is where we left off. Uh, and I should I, I should mention, uh, I just want to make sure that this is clarified for the, both the players, but also the audience's mental vision of what's going on. The, when I say mushroom cloud, I do not mean nuke. Oh, thank God. I, I mean a oh. very small mushroom cloud in the comparison of things. I was... <laughs> I was worried. That's awesome that you told us that uh, a week later. That's awesome that you, <laughs> you couldn't tell us. That. Yeah, no, I was I was only listening back to the audio to edit it, and I was just like, you know, I said mushroom cloud, and we're talking in Cold War years here. I feel like we I should like just emphasize that it's not like a mushroom cloud. It was just a big boom. Yeah, real 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 glad I spent the week pondering the fact that in a fictional world we might have you know unleashed new nuclear holocaust. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that's gonna be season two. Don't worry. There was a very loud explosion, still quite large, but nowhere near nuclear-sized. As you see, in the direction of McPherson Scrap, smoke uh, billowing from a distant building. Riley, no! No, I, I rush out. I think it's probably going to be maybe a bit of a problem, and I follow... Oh, Back shit. Uh, Baxter, where are you headed? I'm heading towards it, because if Riley's there... Forgive me, do we have our vehicle and things? Wendell drove us, yeah. Wendell, Wendell. Uh, but you also have your bicycles. Yeah, I, I, I would have grabbed my bike out of the back of the, the truck. What's Wendell's resting state right now? I might kind he, of... He's just scratching the back of his head, just... What the... Do you guys know anything about that? Was that more, like, weird shit going on? Your guess is honestly as good as mine. Although, with the... <laughs> Wendell. With the current situation, it kind of seems likely it's tied to us somehow, or happening close to us somehow. Uh, so we're probably going to go check that out. Feel free to join. Yeah, I think Baxter's getting away. Yeah, if it were my guess, I think the man I was trying to set you up with definitely unleashed a bomb. What? I didn't say anything. Uh, let's go! When... Uh... <laughs> Mads, uh, we'll pay our tab after. I, 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 my focus is ahead. Maybe I slow down a touch just to have them catch up, but... You don't have to slow down. I have a bionic leg. Baxter, as you pull out your bike from the back of, of uh, the car, you turn it as you see a hand grasp hold of the center bar as you see a figure. <laughs> I don't think any of you will be going anywhere. As you see... A lanky, well-done-up figure, black hair, slumped as Mr. Cooper appears off to the side. I am very disappointed by the display of academic dishonesty 
in disregard for life that I have that I have witnessed at our school. What are you even doing here? Well, I was traveling amongst all the other parents and teachers who are looking for their children that have scattered everywhere, as well as assisting with a manhunt for all of you. I'm just like, as he's talking, I'm just like pointing at him and pointing at the explosion and just like moving my hand back and forth. Like, look, uh, why are we talking right now? I understand your worries, but I promise it will, it can all be covered after we have taken you to see our good sheriff. Uh, you're not my dad and I don't have to go anywhere with you, but I would love to talk about this when we're back at school or whatever. Wait, wait, guys, wasn't the sheriff the one that helped us out with, okay, where's the sheriff? Uh, right now, uh, Mr. Cooper, back at the police station? Uh, so, uh, Kit, as you turn towards Mr. Cooper, uh, you see Mr. Cooper lean back, kind of pick pick something up, and as Baxter turns away, you see him reach back where you can see, like, a black police baton in the back of his hand. Whoa! Do I have time to, like, jump in and try to, like, pull Baxter out of the way? Or kick it. I ideally, I'd like to kick it out of his hand. Actually, what I'm what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say, Baxter, make a body move check with a plus one from Kit. That is two successes. Two successes. Okay. As you immediately, you just hear a slight, just like, kind of like changing the position of his foot as he's going down to swing. As you immediately just drop your bike and just forward somersault across the ground turn back kind of like in the superhero position with your with your bionic arm back behind you as mr cooper is uh is pointing the baton at all of you you are currently criminals you all need to be properly detained and i a proper citizen here of freeman will and who the fuck are you who the fuck are you buddy Listen to me. No, no, no. I go right up in his face. Listen, you listen to me. You're a good-for-nothing, slovenly English teacher. Do you think anybody who gives a damn about life and anything gives a damn about you? Who the fuck do you think you are coming after us by yourself? If you think you're going to make a difference in this world by making a citizen's arrest in this moment, I think you'd have a better luck fucking anything that moves if you can actually get it. All right? Now, why don't you turn tail and take your little fucking authority god complex and get the fuck out of here? Make a... Uh, there is no heart, heart intimidate, but, uh, heart charm. I want a vicious mockery, this asshole. <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> All right. Come on, nine dice. Fuck it. I'll, I'll tag my pride. That's three successes. He, he immediately steps backwards. You are nothing but a fucking delinquent kid. I kick him in the nads. Make a body force roll. That's two successes. <laughs> <laughs> the the impact is so sudden and it, it is the form that you use is perfect like it's ba- like full ballet like absolutely arabesque arabesque he doesn't even feel it at first it's just hit uh, slowly just all the air just moves out of his chest as he just hits the ground uh, assault can I take the baton from him? Yep. While he's down, I'm going to give him a swift kick, swift kick in the gut, just because I can. Cool! Jesus Christ. <laughs> I re- I, can I lean down? I want to say two things. No one's going to believe you. Who's nothing now? 
as I stand up and walk away. <laughs> as you immediately uh, begin walking uh, walking away, you can see uh, Mads at this point has just walked, like, run outside. He kind of walks out like Captain Jack Sparrow, just kind of stumbling. The stagger swagger. Oh, mm. so, like, is something going on? Apparently not. I want to reach into Mr. Cooper's pocket and take out his take out his credit card and his ID, his driver's license, and just snap them both in half. Like, who's wasting time now? I know they're going to take you at least two weeks to get those remade. In, in, fa- in fairness, like, it takes you a little bit of bending back and forth. So it's not just one snap. It's like, it's the, it's the plastic that you have to kind of bend and then twist it a little bit and it eventually pops off. Yeah, I love bully- bullying a teacher, but, like, I think the garage exploded. I was just going to say, perhaps uh, we should, like, get going... Yeah, probably. Yeah. And your mom was there. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I'm sure she didn't explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sh- No, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Didn't explode. Definitely, definitely didn't explode. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you guys, are you guys going to bike there or are you going to hop in the car? Uh, I'm probably all right biking. Uh, I, I think we should, I kind of want to bike just so we have the bikes. At least I'm going to bike and maybe Wendell can be encouraged to come in the car. Well, if some of us are biking, might as well. We can scatter if we need to. Uh, I will say for the group of you, um, you're able to mostly travel at the speed that um, that Wendell is traveling as you guys just grab different parts of the car and are able to steer for the most part. He doesn't go too fast, but basically it's like it's just a whole flock of bikes just hanging onto the back of this car. It's like nice. Finding Nemo. Yeah, just a school of fish. Um, I'll say, uh, for Jenny, please make a mind roll for me. Me? Ah, just mind? No skill? No skill, just mind. Oh, no. I'm naming my new punk band Mind Roll. (laughs) Uh, one success. As you are riding up, the extreme nature of, like, holding on to the vehicle and figuring out, like, and just holding on for your dear life, that kind of passes after a little bit. And you are hit with the terrifying possibility that Miss Moore and your mother are gone forever. No, they're not. (laughs) I'm going to say, you guys watch as Jenny lets go of the car and kind of just begins to ride forward until beginning to curtail off to the side as Jenny you're just starting to feel numb all over as you are currently broken oh in one shot oh my gosh all right big guns whatever uh I didn't do this last time but I'm mentioning mentioning this now uh, you are taking the broken condition, which is all four uh, conditions, uh, because your anchor is gone. You now currently have no anchor. Oh my god! Oh, cool. So I will, I will gently. Um, I'm gonna say I was on one of the the mirrors on the side, because then I can just sort of like make sure, you know, while we're coasting. Uh, yeah, and I just. Gently veer off to the side. 
up onto the sidewalk and just kind of coast into a tiny little patch of grass with a bench on it and then just sort of stop. The car stops very slowly. Uh, someone want to check in on her? Uh, I kind of slowly pedal over to Jenny. Um, and, uh, I pick up, uh, <laughs> we pick up a little daisy that I presume is, uh, on the ground, which she might be disgusted by, but Kit doesn't care because, god damn it. We gotta figure something out here, and a daisy's a daisy, and it's a flower, and it doesn't matter if it's cheap, Jenny. Okay, anyway, uh, Kit immediately stops that line of thought, because it's not gonna help right now, and, uh, picks up the daisy, and, uh, approaches Jenny. Is Jenny on the bench? Uh, no, I'm just, like, on the bike, one foot on the ground, the other still on the pedal. Okay, um, I go up to the side, so just directly on the side of Jenny. You can't see me without directly looking over at me. Uh... Can I just say? Rough day, huh? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kit looks back at the friends and, uh, Wendell. Uh, and then turns back to Jenny. <sighs> Look, I don't really have anything to tell you. Um... I don't know how it feels to be in your situation right now. I do know how it feels a little bit to have a parent or to think a parent might not be okay for a little bit, but that comparison stops because my parent was a rat the whole time. So, um, I just want to say that even though it might not matter to you, you're like a really, really good person, Jenny. And we're really happy to have you. And no matter what's happening right now, I know that your mom is really happy to have you. And Miss Moore was really happy to have you. And you mean a lot to a lot of people. And uh, I'm so sorry, but you're gonna have to keep meaning a lot to a lot of people. And look, you're like really scary. You are a a tall, scary, athletic chick with a ponytail that I don't even know how you get it up that high in the morning. And you're a sarcastic uh, biatch. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. That is a compliment. But it's very scary. Um, and very important, you are a fierce protector of your friends and family. And I'm sorry you're feeling this way right now. And you're allowed to feel this way. I guess, I guess, yeah, I, I'm not trying to say this to, like, change or, or try to get you to be a, a certain way, because uh, we are in this kind of hour of need. I want you to know that it's okay to feel this way, and it's okay to be scared. You don't have to be brave, feisty Miss Jenny with the good hair all the time. Uh, and then quick, Kit quickly looks over. Not to say you don't have, your hair looks great right now. I'm just saying you don't have to be, like, the showy one about it right now, like, you know, you're doing great, um, and uh, we really care about you, and uh, I'm sorry. And then I, if there's a basket, I put, like, the flower, or, like, something, or, like, the wires, whatever this 80s bike looks like, and I just place it in front of her, mm -hmm. on the bike. Uh, I don't look a kit. 
I do pick up the flower and look at it and then I tear it in half and I get off the bike let it fall behind me and walk away and sit down behind the bench and put my face in my knees Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. I don't get off my bike. I don't go closer. It doesn't get closer to Jenny. And it goes, totally. Um, that's great. However, um, you know, and I hope I didn't misrepresent myself just then. You're gonna have to move now, Jen. And I lift my face up and just do, like, the most pathetic face and not move any other part of my body. I know. I know. I- it's- it's really hard, okay? I know! And Kit kind of starts to hold back tears a little bit. I know! Okay? But there's a small, non-nuclear-looking mushroom cloud that's pretty concerning and we've got to, like, do something about it, okay? You're allowed to be this upset. You're allowed to be this hurt. However, right now, for everybody's safety, you've got to step up again. And I hate to ask you that. I hate to. But you're our fearless cheerleader, and you can do it. And then we can cry later. Or we can cry as we do it. I don't care. But right now, you are either going to get back on your feet and bike those perfect little toes of yours over to uh the the junkyard or or we're all gonna have to pick you up yeah baxter's gonna help to help pick you up and put you in the car with the bike okay it's your choice for real but like that's what's happening right now i'll give you your space but that's what's gonna happen if you don't get up on this bike right now i would not have stopped for this encounter i no i i would be biking <gasps> I will be oh biking God. too fast for Tyson to realize that my anchor might be dead also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the from the car, I'm sure Olivia's listening to this whole thing. I want can I start like a Jenny, Jenny, she's our gal. If she can't do it, no one will. <laughs> keep going. I wanna start cheer. Trying to raise some spirits a little bit. I'd say that Wendell tries to start, and as him being my anchor, he would. Jenny, Jenny, she's our gal. Gal, gal. Gal. It has to rhyme with well. Gal doesn't rhyme with well. Listen, Wendell, I'm making a slant rhyme. I'm sorry. Jenny, Jenny, she's our gal. Come on. She will. She will. What if she's dead? What if we go there and she's dead? Then we go there and she's dead. What if we stay here and she's dead? At least I don't have to see it. Who says you're going to have to see? Who says you won't have to see? Okay, sorry. Sorry, there's, there's some wrong things in that statement. Um, calm down, Jen. Um, what's so bad about seeing it? I don't understand. What I'm hearing is you care about your mom and you're frightened to see her body. Should there be a body, huh? Is that really what's stopping you right now? Maybe. Whatever. I will stand in one swift motion. Uh, forget the bike, forget the flower, forget 
Kathleen Carrington, open the back door of the car, crawl onto the bench seat, and close the door and lie on it. Okay, I walk uh, her bike over and I motion for one to hopefully it fits in the back. Uh, I give uh, I give Olivier a look like, oh shit, like I think that could have gone better, but also, okay, she's in. Hey, you did you did your best. Uh, that was great. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Baxter's gone, by the way. He just kept going. Yeah. Okay, well then, let's step on it. Wendell? Yeah, okay. Hard cut to Baxter. As you are riding as hard and as fast as you can up this side hill, you take a left... As you can see, uh, in front of you, a very familiar scrapyard. Uh, the fence still up, the uh, various piles of trash, metals, different materials out in the back, the major rings that sit over top of it, and the main building, uh, the garage, in flame. You can see... Different sections uh, have been blown across the street. Uh, glass, wood, and steel, and stone cover uh, the other side of the road. You can see it is... Like, this This thing is on fire, but even if it wasn't on fire, there's not much left. This thing is in pieces. Maybe a metal skeleton that is curtailed with some things on the inside where you can are immediately hit by the smell of glaring amounts of marijuana, just proliferating around. <laughs> Hotboxing the field. Well, well, a, a little bit of that, but like burning. Yeah. Basically like burning, like it smells like a burning forest uh, from the inside. Um, also the smell of copper and steel, other metals. You can see that there are two police cars out at the front. Uh, and you can already see officers who are kind of standing outside just seem to be uh, waiting as you can hear the distant siren of a fire truck beginning to approach. Riley! And I would kind of run up. Is the fence closed or is there like a path in? Uh, it is a closed fence. As you okay. begin to approach, you can see one officer kind of standing off to the side just cocks their head and looks towards you. Begins to move in your direction. Yeah, I'm kind of slamming against me. Riley, Riley, are you there? Riley! Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang, hang on, kid. Kid, 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 kid. Do you know someone who was in there? My, 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 my bro brother, big, big brother Riley. He was, he was, he was in, in there, and, and I was, I was away, and I, I left him, and he said it would be okay, but then, then, then we saw the, the explosion. Tell, no, uh, tell me about him. What does he look like? He, 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 I, I, I describe Riley in incredible detail. Did you, did you see what happened here no we we were out and we were formulating um no, nothing we 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 were staring at walls doing nothing and um and but then we uh there was a big big we heard the boom and then i saw and we said oh no is are the nukes but then they said oh no no it's, it's not a dangerous one i said a oh, few but riley might be here and i had to come check what makes you think that riley would be here well we he was here before he he came to he would come for scrap and other things that scrapyards do hmm okay do you have any do you do you have any reason he would be think he would be here today yeah well he s said hey younger brother i will be at the scrapyard Th that's pretty good reason 
where, where are your parents, kid? That, that, I just, I just want to know if Riley is okay. Have, what happened? What happened? There was an explosion of some sort. We're still figuring out exactly what is going on. Were they attacked? What, what happened? Did somebody try and blow them up? What? It's hard to say at the moment. We're still figuring it out. We can't say much. All we're going to say is that what we're going to do is we're going to take you to the sheriff's office downtown. We're going to hold you there with your parents. No, 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 no. I, I need to, I need to find Riley. Right? I I'm not I, going to police without He is my guardian. Okay? You don't under I'm not going to the cops without my guardian. You're not allowed to do that. Okay? That's against the penal code. Uh, and I I need him and he's in there somewhere. You need to help me find him first. Make a heart charm roll. One success. A success. <sighs> okay. Kid. I can't bring you in there. He was your guardian? Yeah, he, he, he takes care of me. Do you have parents? He, Riley takes care of me. Okay, okay. We need to take you downtown. Not because we want to have you arrested or any kind of shit like that. There's a body. We will need you to identify it if it is in fact your brother. What? He... The body... How, how big? Body? Like, a man body? Is it... Could it be like maybe a, a robot? I know there's robots. In the it seems script. it seems to be an adult male. That is as much as we can say. But how the, how did you get it from there? Oh, the explosion just happened. How did you get it downtown already? We were searching through the, the debris. We haven't excavated all of it yet. That is what we have found thus far. No, 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 no. Riley, he can't. Riley can't die. I I saved him. He doesn't die anymore. He doesn't die anymore. Hey, hey, perhaps there has been a misunderstanding. It may not be your brother, but we need you to come downtown so we, you can identify if it was or not. No, oh, I know, I know, I know he's in, I know he's in there, and I kind of push him away with a little bit more strength maybe than I should with my robot arm. Say, he's in there, I need to, I'm, I need to find him. He's in there, I know it. As the, as Wendell's car drives up. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm going to have to ask everyone to please take a step back. We're still investigating the area. We want to ensure everyone's safety here. Like, is there any uh, evidence that people might have escaped somehow? Or is Mr. McPherson just waiting in the brush or something for this to blow over? I don't, uh, Try to find any evidence of people having escaped this. Okay. Make a... Um... Make a mind investigate check. Holy shit. Uh, that's two successes. Two successes. Very good. Okay. Uh, you're immediately looking at the structure. It's a little bit hard to tell about specifics, like if there's anything around. So you are looking around and you are kind of looking just at the raw chaos around you. You're already seeing what looks to be a fire truck and an ambulance are now pulling in where you can immediately see that two police officers are rushing what seems to be some sort of person, body, onto a stretcher as two people, two medics immediately rush over. We're immediately being put on top. It's hard to tell anything from here. It's whoever this is burnt 
covered in soot. It, it's just it's just a just a shadow that's moving past. You're immediately struck by that and frazzled slightly as you kind of turn to the right to look back over to your friends as you see that there's a slight um it looks like a connected to the ditch a reservoir that connects to the city water like sewer system you're seeing it kind of outcrop out and it's this slight concrete slab that kind of appears but it immediately clicks inside your head that mr mcpherson doesn't have water that runs through the city also, this is, like, on the verge of going into dirt roads. Why would there be a manhole cover here? Okay, okay. I, I very quickly get, like, take Kit and I guess Jenny's in earshot. I don't think we've left the car yet. Um, and I, I relay this. Uh, I think there's a manhole cover there. I'm pretty sure they would have gotten out, gotten there somehow. Maybe they, I think they're hiding out there. I think we just have to wait this out and uh, see what's in there. If once they leave the scene, I don't know how long that's going to take. Yeah, Olivier, you are so clever, and I pinch his little <laughs> left cheek. Uh, uh, serious, seriously. Um, <laughs> I can go check out about the body if you want to distract the cops. How about I sneak and go? Ch- I think I think we should do opposite of that, and I will sneaky sneak, and then you distract the cops, because you're good at that. Sure, yeah, good call, good I'm call. Good Jenny, this. you going to stay here? Jenny is still lying in the bench seat, just sort of quietly crying. Cool. Yep. Okay. Fantastic. Good. Uh, so for Kit, please make a body sneak check. Uh, and while you are making that check, uh, for Olivier, you begin moving closer as the police officer once again kind of gets in front. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. I can't let you get any closer than how close you already are. Of course. Of course. Uh, what's What's going on here, officer? There was some sort of explosion. We don't have any other information aside from that. We apologize. However, I do ask that you and your friends keep a good distance away. Make sure that you guys are keeping a safe distance. We don't know what else is going on in there. Yes, of All course. Right? As I'm talking, can I like body myself so that uh, move body myself? <laughs> Am I embodying myself? I'm gonna. Can I? Can I kind of move very slowly so that he doesn't? He's completely facing towards me and not at all towards Kit. Oh yeah, that's that's easy to do. Um, Kit, please take a plus one. Okay. That's two. Two. All right. The distraction is added as the officer goes. Look, we don't know what else is in there. You will hear as there are three bolts of red light that shoot up from the actual uh, structure. As you see three fireworks as a as all like everyone, like all of the police officers, all the medics, all the firefighters are immediately kind of on guard. Uh, as you, Kit, you approach this, like, reservoir outcropping uh, as you... Okay, just for clarity, I thought I was going to go check out to see if I could get a closer look at the body. Oh, I was... Oh, my apologies. I, I misunderstood. Um, I'll say you get about halfway up the road. Uh, as the explosion's going on, you, t- you take the opportunity to kind of curve around, look over to the side. As you can see... Uh, the figure at this point 
uh, is in the back of the ambulance, uh, but is at this point halfway zipped in a black uh, bag. Is there anybody around? Uh, there are. If you were to put yourself in a position where you could see their face, it would be it would be pretty easy and clear for them to be able to spot you. But that's not like that's. I'm not like gonna get in trouble. I'm a silly little kid, and I'm trying to make sure that somebody I care about didn't die. Um, I'm still gonna roll to try to like be sneaky about it, but I want to look. I want to get in that position. Um, yeah. Okay, go for it. Um, that's just one. Okay. You do, 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 do. storm forward. A kid also, like, like kind of hypes herself up and slaps herself, like, kind of, sorry, she shouldn't do that. Slaps herself in the face. She's like, oh my god, okay. And she's trying to, like, get in the Olivier mindset and, like, oh my god, huh? Like, you know, trying to get her little acting shoes on. She's failing. Uh, like, puts, yeah, anyway, uh, kid tries. Okay, you do, 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 do. <laughs> immediately jump forward uh go full sprint as you see two paramedics immediately turn and they only get like half a glimpse of you you're able to jump into the back of the ambulance uh where you can see the zipped up uh bag goes up to about mid uh torso you're looking down at the figure um, I will say make a mind comprehend check. Okay, that is two. Two. Um, you are looking across this body. You have no idea who this is. This body is burned and charred to the point of identification is nearly impossible. I can't tell. Like, I don't get an age indicator. Does this look like a man or like a teenager? The, this this is a body that has gone through extreme amounts of heat. Um, I also need you to make a heart roll. That's fair. So I have no successes. As you are hit with the smell of burned and charred flesh and the shock of seeing the first dead body you've ever encountered you immediately see the body can't identify it are simultaneously hit by the possibility that it could be any one of your friends that were there it could even who knows it could even be it could literally be anyone it could be your father if he just wanted to check in on you it could be your mom just wanting to check in on you and as you're hit with this fact you then hit with the waff of just rot and burnt sinew and you immediately turn and vomit out the back of of the ambulance which immediately hits one of the paramedics in the face as you see them grab you and throw you to the ground as they immediately go to try to get on top of you as they immediately stop as you impact into the ground you feel your back oh that's gonna seize up that's gonna seize up um as you have taken both uh, the injured and scared conditions, as you impact it into the ground, the the paramedics like go on top and they're like, "Hold it!" I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see. This? I knew. I wanted to see. I wanted to see what? if I what? if I knew them. What? 
kind of waves over an officer as they pick you up off the ground. <sighs> kind of brush you down. Ugh, as the paramedic I'm begins wipe, wiping your puke from his face. Ugh. Ugh. Didn't have to make this this hard. Come on. As the officer kind of just turns you away and begins to lead you back up the road. Look, you can't be pulling shit like this. I just wanted to be sure. I know we're going to look, but like, I just wanted to be sure. You know, give my friends some peace of mind or myself or just know, you know, I thought it was the right thing to do and it wasn't and I'm sorry. Keep out of trouble. Kind of shoves you forward towards your friends. <clears throat> Kit wipes the residue of puke on her lips. Off. Um, yeah, I don't have, I don't have a conclusion for us. Um, yeah, I got a look, but I didn't. And then she kind of looks over at Jenny, uh, in the vehicle, still in the vehicle, and stops. Um, but I really think we should see what's going on with that manhole cover. <clears throat> Also, uh, Olivier, I'm scared. Oh, oh shit! Hey, hey, it's okay. Uh, I, I kind of put my arms up for a, for a hug, to give you one. I give a hug. Yeah. Listen, it's it, I know it's it's scary. I, McPherson's crazy. He's got to have some sort of plan. It's gonna be okay. Hey, um, I'm kind of down to s try to sneak into the manhole cover. Wait, I have two conditions. Hmm. Can Wendell help me right now? See Wendell. Looks over towards you. Uh, good. Uh, best try didn't happen, huh? Um. Do you have any mints? Of course. You. He pops open the glove box, grabs out uh, some mints, and just offers you one. Well, hey, you did. Uh, you did good work. You sn you snuck around, but I mean, you did better than most. It sucks uh, that we're both uh, experiencing this. But I'm super jazzed that um, I get to, if it's going to be any um, adult person that's going through that with us. Although I don't want it to be you, I'm glad it's you. I'm glad it's you too, kid. Taps you on the head. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, all right, mm. all right. And he kind of just, just, just like nearly swallows you in his size. Uh, Kit like goes like like in a cute way it goes limp like just like goes limp and completely lets her like she's like a sardine being hugged right now and it's just like like neck to the like oh and is overcome by feeling sad about jenny and how she's handling it the realization that that could be one of my loved ones or whatever um and then hugs wendell back and pulls away and says you're the guy and then uh engages in their secret handshake this is kind of salt in the wound. I leave the car. Oh, I forgot she was. I didn't realize Wendell was silently. in the car. That's my. I thought he leaned in. Oh, I don't know. That's what just. That's just oh. what I pictured. And I go join Baxter wherever he is. Uh, which point, uh, Kit, you heal all conditions. And then, I uh, and then I'm gonna. I go to Olivier and I say, Hey, uh. Hey, I talked to Wendell, and I feel much better right now. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. That man is a miracle worker. He really is. Yeah, he's got some He's got some mints in the glove box, if you want any. Um, he's got mints? Oh, 
yeah. And I've only learned about this now? I'm going to go and try to sneak and sneaky sneak and see if there's anything under that manhole cover. Whoa, 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 whoa. Da, da, da. You, you sh- Listen, I love the enthusiasm. There's going to be so many more cops around here in very shortly. I think we, I don't know. We could, I think we could just wait this one out. Like, I can, let me see. I can talk to one of these cops and see how long this thing kind of thing lasts for. Uh, you approach one of the cops. Officer, hi. Um. Yeah. This is the first crime. Is this a cri- is this the first crime scene that I've actually encountered? Is this a crime scene? What are you, a reporter? Yes, actually, I work. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a journalist. Well, journalist in training for the the local newspaper for the the school paper. Uh, look, look, look. I couldn't help but do it. So, what is your for the official record? What is your name? The emotional arc of this episode is bananas. <laughs> B A N A N A S. <laughs> Half the team is st- is just crying about their dead loved ones. The other going, "Hello there! Gosh, what a lovely day!" Uh, you can call me Officer Ford. Officer Ford, fantastic! How long have you been doing this for, Officer Ford? You don't have to. You don't have to ask, ask that. It's just. It's just, uh, just questions I'm thinking off the top of my head. I didn't really come lock, to the lock. script, you know. We saw an explosion. Lock, I wanted lock, to come lock. over. I appreciate it. Well, I've been doing this long enough. You wanted to know if this is a crime scene? Yes, it is. Until further notice, at least. You know, I'm thinking of swinging this piece in the way of showing the youth of today how incredible our law enforcement is. Um, what typically happens in a crime scene like this? Do you, how long do you kind of survey the area? Do you like search for clues? Like, are you more of a Sherlock Holmes type or like a Detective Poirot type? Uh, I, simply put, we're- That one's not that important. That's just for me. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna canvas the area Clear the b- debris. Figure out uh, what exactly caused the incident. It'll probably take uh, the better part of a day. Better part of a day, eh? Wow, okay. And uh, I'm assuming the whole time the area is going to be, like, under surveillance to make sure nobody tampers with the evidence or anything like that? Of course. Wow, yeah, that's 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 really, really, that's that's awesome. Uh, do you have any ideas of, of what might have caused this? Uh, no comment as of this time. Fair enough. Decided not to comment. <laughs> and I can, can I just like tap him with the end of the, the pencil, <laughs> just as a playful little. Olivia's having too much fun with this and kind of gets grounded back in the situation. I, I, I'm just gonna say, um, what what's your name? Oh, uh, Roger. Maybe this is a little bit of life advice, just from someone who's been around the block. He just takes you by the shoulders and just rotates you to where Baxter and. Uh, Jenny are both just looking terrified and alone, just like, maybe your friends need a little bit of help. You know, that's a really fair point, officer. Officer Ford was not only an excellent policeman, he also was an excellent man. Can I, sh- I, sh- I put out my hand to shake his hand? He very slowly put- takes it and shakes it. And is- Thank you for the excellent work you do here. Of course. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America. And I leave. Loves cops, hates academics. It was an act. It was an act. (laughs) The second I turn around, my face drops like, oh, my God. Ah, yes. The alternate future where Olivier Webster is just a populist in 2022. Yep. Honestly, with actors, it can go either way. Uh, 
can I like break? I like kind of wave Kit over so that all four of us are together, and I and I relay the fact that this could take a while to clear out. Oh, and Baxter Baxter didn't hear the uh, info, but the manhole cover. I I think they got in there. That seems like a secret kind of place that Mister McPherson probably hides out in. I would like instantly stop arguing with the cop once I realize that I have an alternative method of finding Riley. What um what like. Is the manhole cover in the middle of this? Like, is there any way that Kit can get down there, maybe with help from a distraction from the boys? With a distraction, you think there's a fairly good chance you could get there. Yeah, it's not at the, uh, what is it, the heart of the crime scene. It's, like, relatively nearby, kind of on the other side of the street. Uh, but you think there's a possibility you could do it with the right distraction? <laughs> I guess you're up again. Okay, then. I do like a quick bow to my friends. <laughs> Jenny, why don't you, why don't you like go? Do you want to stay out here? Do you want to go back in the car? Do you want anything? Kind of crunched in on myself, holding my own elbows. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go to Jenny and say, Hey, listen, I, I really know that Riley's alive somewhere. And if he's alive, then I know your mom is too. So just... We just need to find them now, okay? Baxter, I killed Miss Moore. And I probably killed Mr. Cooper's stomach or whatever, you know? Like, we all did stupid things, okay? And people got hurt for them. So, like, whatever, okay? Just, like, suck it up. We're gonna we're gonna get through this, okay? We, got, we gotta save the whole stupid world now. So... Come on. We're losing everything. No, your mom is there with Riley and some robots and an old man who probably shouldn't be in a confined space with them, but that's okay. Yeah, if I know Mr. McPherson like I know Mr. McPherson, they're definitely in there. That man is not ready to die yet, I can tell you that. Oh fuck and no. There's a way. Oh yeah, he's he's got years. And if he was to go out, I think we would know. I think he would have a lot I know this is real elaborate, this explosion, but I think he, the whole world would know if Mr. McPherson was going out. It would be on his terms. Yeah, that was a that was a regular mushroom cloud. There'd be a bigger, way bigger mushroom cloud if Mr. Mm-hmm. McPherson actually died. I really hope Riley's alive. He is, and your mom's too. So come on, and I like, I I kind of drag her out a little bit. I let it happen. I have this comic image in my head of me dragging you with my robot arm, and, like you're facing away and just like having your heels drag, <laughs> dragging you. <laughs> like from the scruff, like a kitten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to try to bring us to the woods, like hidden in the brush, to as close as the manhole cover as we can get, um, before the distraction begins. Okay. I. I'm going to. Go, towards the wreckage uh really big flailing my arms uh yelling it's not worth it it's nothing's good anymore let me join you and like run towards the thing as if to try to get caught in the rubble okay make a body move check (laughs) you're damn right i will (laughs) feel like it does for this Ooh, nothing. <laughs> I have tagged my friend. I can make a luck check for this. I get. I can. I can use a luck point, but I think me getting towards there is still 
that's still enough of a distraction even if they get to me. I don't know just how fast they might get to me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll use I'll use electroid, sure. Just to see if I can get closer. That's one success. Okay. Um for Kit Baxter, uh both of you please make body sneak rolls. Do they get a plus one from mine shenanigans? Yes. Uh yeah, plus one with because of uh Olivier's shenanigans. Bull shit. <laughs> Roll ten dice and got no successes. Are you kidding me? Do you have any luck points to spend? I do. I, I I'll, I'll do a luck point. Ten dice. <laughs> nice pool. Nice pool. <laughs> Nothing. Adam. <laughs> Roll twenty dice and got Adam! no successes. What are the odds of that? What if I do really well? I got two, but I'm I was considering using a luck point. Like, could I still get in? Adam, you can also push it if you want to. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I what I what I, my 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 cutesy little shenanigans answer is. I'll push it because uh, I'm pushing in order to find my anchor. Let's all get so let's all I'll get, get <laughs> You know, I'll get it revoked immediately <laughs> if this works out for me. So, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll push. I'll push. Oh, I get to do. Is it on max success or do I get to reroll? Uh, push yourself plus one condition. Reroll any failed dice. Oh, damn it! Damn it! This sucks. It's okay. I I've gotten two successes on this roll, so I'm okay. Uh, good. Cause uh, well, Baxter, uh, please clarify this for me. Uh, are you dragging Jenny behind you? So, oh, hold on. Let me let me figure out the timeline here. So I dragged her away from the car. Did we go and hide before this, or did we go straight from the car to the manhole? So, so essentially, you guys went from car, like, curved around to an, a little bit, a, a slight outcropping of brush to be able to hide slightly before going straight in. I would have I would have dropped her when we, we did okay. a little hiding. In which case, uh, Kit and Baxter, you uh, slip behind uh, this uh, concrete slab. Uh, you immediately see at your feet that there is a manhole cover. Uh, dusty, dirtied, across it, you can see that there's, like, one of those standing, um, guards, painted orange and white, that reads, do not enter authorized personnel only, and you can see that, uh, the thing is covered in graffiti. Uh, you can see that there are just, like, random pictures that have kind of been, uh, scratched on, on top of it. However, for Kit especially... You do clock at the top. You can see what looks to be a sharpied kind of ramshackle picture drawn of a small rodent with a crown on top of its head. <gasps> Yo! <laughs> this man is so clever. I pointed out, I kind of go, hey, look. And I pointed out to Baxter. Oh, one of your one of your skateboarding fans wrote oh, that. Oh, um, I was thinking that Mr. McPherson left it as a clue to look at open this cover uh, for us to go down there. But maybe it is one of my adoring fans. You're right. Oh, that's better. Um, that's better than what I thought. And uh, I proceed to try to sneak on down. Takes uh, w with uh, Baxter's bionic arm. It's easy to lift it up. Uh, you guys are able to see downwards as it's just darkness and a ladder. You don't happen to have flashlight on you do you no but i'll go down first because i'm very brave all right you 
Travel downwards. Uh, Baxter, are you staying up top or going down? Uh, before that, Tyson, um, what condition should I be providing myself for pushing? Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going to say that... I'm going to say the fear is starting to get to you about if Riley is in bigger danger or not. I would kind of... Um, yeah, I would... I would very um in in a very antsy sense i would be waiting up top like i know it's the right thing to wait for her to give the all clear but i very much want to go down anyways so i'm kind of like staying up top like tapping my foot a little bit you know okay uh kit as you hit the ground kind of dropping from the ladder uh you turn and you can see you are in a very low-lit concrete room uh, surrounded on all sides, as you see in front of you, there is a thick iron door. There is no handle, uh, and it is just embed like embedded into the concrete in front of you. I uh, I mess like I don't know if I can. Is it? Hey Baxter, you can come down. What? Oh, good. I'll um. I'll I'll, I'll put the manhole cover back on but maybe on like an incline so there's at least like a slit of light coming down do you have any matches no but i do have this and i flick out my lighter that i have on me don't waste it too much but there's a big door over there um if they're here i think they'd be in there i just i don't know how we can tell them that it's us should we knock uh well also at this point you guys holding the lighter uh you see that uh up on the slight alcove kind of above you like written once again in like very scrawly handwriting uh you can see when all is lost and class is over what is it that you hold on to well i i, I don't really go i don't make it to the end of class most of the time so this is really on you <laughs> this is where we all die at this dead end. When all is lost and class is over, what is it you hold on to? The letter S. Oh, oh, that's so silly. Hope. <laughs> At which point you hear... <laughs> As you see the door... As you see standing before you, Mr. McPherson... Just kind of wild hair, just... Eh, you got it, eventually. Wait, you could hear our voices and you knew it was us, but you had to wait for the answer first? Oh, where's the fun in that? <laughs> oh, he pushed past him. Riley, <laughs> Riley! Pearson gets knocked to the ground. <laughs> uh, turn inside this small room. As you can see, uh, this seems to be a concrete bunker, like a fallout shelter that was constructed probably a, a long time ago. As you see, on the far side of the room, there's uh, a table, chairs, uh, there's a series of beds that are set up into a far corner, um, a work workshop table. Two figures are sitting at the dining room table. Uh, one, Riley, kind of uh, si seemingly sipping on something inside of a mug, and a familiar Mrs. Williams sitting on the other side as the two of them just seem to be chatting back and forth before they turn over. Hey! Riley! I run over and give him a crushing bear hug. Oh! 
Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. That's so, okay. I, I thought you were. They said they, there there was a body they wanted me to, to look at. They said they, they thought you were burned up. And... Oh, sorry. <laughs> My goodness. Sorry. I uh, I was at a nearby graveyard. Uh, I dug up a corpse and then I stuck it in the attic for whenever this event would take place. You know what, Mr. Mr. McPherson? Not even. It's okay. It is okay. I Yeah, they won't find any more corpses up there. I just assumed in this situation it would only be me. So therefore, they would just assume I was the corpse. It's okay. So what the heck happened? Well, I got the call from Olivier. And so then I knew Project Valkyrie, it was in place. So therefore, I had a secret access tunnel that connects to the base part of my house. I dug it through an irrigation tunnel. We had to crawl through about uh, 50 meters worth of uh, my own shit and piss. However, we got here eventually. And I uh, had this place set up a long time ago. Uh, back bef uh, back when I was fully in, in uh, the knowledge that... Uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis was going to spark into full-on Armageddon. However, it, it turned out handy as a little retreat spot. So, I had everyone retreat here. When the bomb went off, boom! I knew they would find my body, think I was dead, and I'd finally be off the record, and no one would ever be able to trace me again. Miss McPherson, why have I been sleeping in a sleeping bag on a concrete floor when you had beds and couches down here? Because it builds character. Builds a hernia is what it does. Yes, a hernia is character. I don't know about that. She was a character. I think she was a character in a Shakespeare play somewhere. Okay, I turn, I turn to Mrs. Williams. Your daughter thinks you're dead and she's not doing super great right now. You might want to go solve that. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so wait, where is she? She's behind a shrub, being real sad. Alright, I'm just thinking of how to do this exactly, because I know... Going up that way leads to the street. Um, uh, well, I mean, we have a pretty good distraction outside, and by that I mean a small child who really steals the limelight. So you probably have a few moments if you just want to call. I can zip up real quick. I'll zip up and pe take a peek to see if how Olivier is doing. Because, uh, wow. I hope we get up there and Olivier has a little hat in front of him and is full-on busking for an adoring crowd of police. We are hard-cutting... Uh, to Olivier, who at this point is covered in dirt, grass stains. Like, he looks like he's been through a war. Like, he's crawling across the ground trying to get closer to the actual position as multiple police officers are grabbing him by the leg and, like, trying to hold him down as they're like, will you stop it, kid? Stop! Let me go! Let me go! Let me join them! <laughs> no, would you stop it? Stop! <laughs> okay, so uh, I ah. see that they're still distracted, and <laughs> I, um, am I close enough to go, psst, Jenny, psst, Jenny, come here. Come see your mom. She's okay. She wants to give you a hug. Oh, okay. Uh, get off and trudge over. Um, before I leave, I can't, I can't spot anything, but I just like to look around. Like, am I anywhere close to where that car was parked? Like the spooky black car? Uh, you are. It is no longer there. 
Yeah, go go down there. Strut down, where you can see your mother is standing at the door. At which point she immediately rushes over to you and just <laughs> gives you a big hug. Are you okay? Um. Kit behind uh, Jenny shakes her head. No, a firm no. I go along if I'm led. Which point the rest of the team being down in the bunker, Olivier. How much longer would you like like this to go for? <laughs> uh, if I can, like, periodically I want to, like, thrash and to be able to look towards where I think my friends are. And if I don't see them anymore, I'll give up the goose. Okay. You, a- after a few minutes, uh, stop thrashing about as you see uh, the officers just grab you, pick you up. <clears throat> I thought you were a reporter. I am. I was just so I done to talk to. I I was so overcome by the, by the the the, the sheer distress of it all, and and I look at Officer Ford in the eyes. Your words touched me so much that I I, I I'm I'm a bit of an empath. Uh, I felt so bad that I just wanted to also be burned, uh, and under rubble. Uh, make a make a heart charm roll. A with subtracting one dice. Ah! <laughs> I shouldn't have made the empath joke. <laughs> Fine. There we go. That's at least one. You see Officer Ford grab you by the collar of your shirt and lift you up. <clears throat> now you tell me, boy, right now. <clears throat> what kind of cult shit was going on here? What? Who were you worshipping? What? You wanted to be thrown the pyre. That's what all the them damn cultists say. You ever heard of the Manson family? All these other terrible, secretive cults that have been going on? <laughs> Tell me, boy! Before the other officers just kind of like, hey, 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 Ford, just chill out. Chill out a little bit. It's like, let's you go. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Got a little carried away. Do the other officers, like, look at... Can I get the vibe that this is a... This is like something they're used to, but Ford's like a bit of a conspiracy theorist about cults. Uh, you you can see the 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 one guy he's with just kind of like reassuringly pats him on the back, just kind of like just go, just just kind of waves for you to to leave. Uh, I I turn to go, but can I turn, can I just turn, turn my head and flash Ford like a wink as I walk away? <laughs> and I'll go back to Wendell. W- w- Wendell just. Sitting in the driver's seat. Oh, uh, how's everyone else doing? I get in the car. And I just look at him and I go, "Can I have a mint?" Oh, yeah. Thank you. I've been waiting for this all day. Oh, well, I mean, I can't see anybody else, so I think they went into the manhole. Um, don't know how the fuck we're getting in there without another one of those. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little. Indisposed. Well, you got natural camouflage. Huh. I'm so sorry for these leather seats, by the way. I just realized. It's all right. This is an old, an old, uh... Is this, is this suede? I can't... How do you have suede car seats? I specifically ordered it that way. Wow. It, it was the 60s. No, I get it. It really... I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I have a pair of suede boots. I get it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to give this thing a deep clean. 
power wash the seats. I can help you with that when the world's not ending, you know? That very understandable timeline. I appreciate it. Well, um, in which case, do you want to hang with me until it gets dark and then go down there? Or do you think you can sneak in there pretty well? Uh, looking back over towards the cops, uh, what's my sense of that? Uh, it's certainly a possibility. You might be able to get past them. Uh, you do actually think that uh, having unintentionally covered yourself in muck uh, would actually offer a little bit of camouflage. You know what? Uh, I feel like... And <laughs> I gotta look at Wendell for a second. Narratively, it'd be better if I joined the rest of the group, right? Um, but I feel kind of bad just leaving you over here. Um, that That's really okay. I... I... Mm, kind of looks kind of looks over you know what it, i might actually be able to swing something but it'll take me a little bit you uh you go on ahead if you think you can get in there faster wendell uh you are a man of more resources than i thought mints plans you really got i see why kit looks up to you mm. appreciate it all right i'm gonna go crawl through some more mud enjoy yourself just play the part just play the part <laughs> can i get out of the car uh, make a body sneak roll with a plus one. But if it has been released, Olivier is humming the Mission Impossible theme very, very quietly inside his brain. Fuck! I really should not have wasted my luck point on trying to convince. <laughs> What's his face that we were like this? Um. Oh man, no, I really need to get there. Uh fuck it. I'll 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 push myself. Wow! Uh <laughs> more than I needed. Four successes. Okay. Uh you are able to very quietly crawl your way towards the manhole cover. Um as you as you get down the ladder, uh the rest of you hear the manhole cover open and a figure and a figure beginning to go down it as Mr. McPherson goes, oh, oh, rushes over to the door and closes it. Uh, as Olivia, you arrive at the, at the base, see the wrought iron door closed uh, in front of you. No one else around. Uh, and, and probably the thing that per currently makes you upset is that you look down to your clothing. And it was like a good set of like pumpkin orange overalls like this really gorgeous t-shirt that you had over and it's just, it's just all mud you are top to bottom just mud just want to confirm the stakes that you're implying here tyson so myself jenny and kit have received upset or various other conditions because of the impending death of loved ones or the uncertainty of our mortality olivier has received his condition because his Pumpkin overalls need a good washing. Listen, <laughs> our priorities are different, and I'm very okay with Tyson on this one. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, this is the straw that broke the camel's back, right? <laughs> like, I think I kind of just looked down at myself, and I like... <sighs> Which point, every, every, you all can hear Olivier just let out that just sigh of just sadness. I give Mr. McPherson the, the stinkiest look I can and motion towards the door. 
Well, I was going to say he has the flat. He has flashlights, so I think it would be good for his ego if we let him have that. I feel like he'll get it quicker than I did. But Jenny didn't have to do it. Jenny is upset. <sighs> I point towards the door. <laughs> all right, all right. You guys kill the fun out of everything. <clears throat> door opens. Olivier. You guys. Hey, sweetie. These overalls were orange. Oh. I, I immediate whatever concern I have immediately drops and I walk towards her. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over to Olivier and I say, I know. And they were such a good, such look. A good look. And I open my arms and I give move to give Olivier a big, big hug which would also get my clothes full of mud Kit, in Kit, support. No. Kit, no, you can't do this. It's like, you put, you put yourself on the line for all of us. What cop thought I was a cultist? What is this, Sara Kids? I don't know if that's around in the 80s, but an equivalent of Sara Kids. This isn't the gap. And I give uh, Olivier a big hug. Yeah, I hug back. What is this episode? This feels like a, a PSA after school special episode. And I step back and then I go and I go, your breath smells nice. Did you get a mint? Yeah, I got a mint. <laughs> Wendell was really, Wendell's awesome. We gotta hang out with him more. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Wendell's, okay. Wendell's sick. Um, everyone's alive in there, right? Uh, yeah, it turns out it was just a body that, uh, Mr. McPherson had dug up from the graveyard and hid in his attic for emergencies just like this one. You know, um, uh, I'm going to put that away for a bit and not really <laughs> think about that. And I'm going to say that that's rad. Great. Come on. Okay! <laughs> yeah, let's get... Was it, Ms. McPherson, was it refrigerated in the attic? No! Why would I waste Good. energy like that? So th that's why that's why your that's why your scrapyard always smelled like there was dying rats in the walls. I just assumed there were dying rats in the walls. Oh, there were there were dying rats in the walls. The smell killed the rats. <laughs> you have to stop. You have to stop right now. <laughs> Mrs. Williams, I don't believe we've been acquainted yet. Uh, oh no, we did meet once, maybe. I don't normally look like this. Would you care to elucidate, uh, help us figure out our situation? What the fuck? <laughs> I acted a shit ton up there. I don't have to act anymore. This, <laughs> what's, go what's up, Mrs. Williams? <laughs> well, um, that is a fair question. Um, before, I was a little bit cautious, but now I feel very confident that no one is going to be really keeping an eye aside from Mr. McPherson. As you see, Mr. McPherson is not so subtly a like hiding a tape recorder underneath his arm. I don't know what you're talking about. We have zero surveillance in this room. It's okay, Arnie. It's, it's all good. I suppose I'll start from the beginning. At the loop, for the past while, we have been experimenting with something that we have nicknamed Project Eclipse a large tetrahedron uh, that seems to have some very interesting capabilities. Uh, we have been 
attempting to determine its purpose, its function, its creation. Our first project in, in determining its actual concept is we attempted to change its physical form, see how malleable it was, if was it a stone, was it metal, but it was very resistant to basically all forms of energy. It did not respond well to heat, plasma, nothing. It remained solid. It seemed to refuse any alter in state. It was malleable that you could move the pieces around, but aside from that, it has been um, finicky, at the very least. Um, I've been working uh, very, uh, alongside my friend and co-worker, uh, Dr. Rodriguez. He has been with us for the past couple of years at this point, uh, which for the loop is quite a, quite a young employment. But he's been very beneficial uh, with doing a lot of research. He, he is a brilliant man, above all things. With all this being the case, uh, our boss, uh, Dr. Reed, has been my boss since I've been employed, and he is a, um, I mean, he's an ass, to put it bluntly. He, he's a fine scientist, but at least in my experience of wor with working with him, it's clear that the paint chips off easily once you start looking deeper. He's, he's smart, he's brilliant, I can't deny that, but he is much more talk than thought. That's probably why he got the position in the first place. So, his major interest in the project came after we discovered that once placed in the particle accelerator, one of the pieces of the eclipse would result in particles that were being fired to alter states from positive to negative charge from i'm sorry this is all very complicated physics but to say it would be of yes um it would go from a proton to an electron simply put this was very fascinating to uh Dr. Reed, and at one point, through our experimentations, we were moving a piece back into place where one of our scientists accidentally placed their hand within the pro like Project Eclipse, the actual tetrahedron. Upon doing so, he vanished in a flash, and there was a tear left behind. He was eventually able to find his way back. It took a little bit of time, maybe a matter of minutes. He said that he arrived into a clearing at the edge of, of a brush, watching a number of children walking up to somewhere deeper into the forest. 
He stepped back out again. But Mr. Reed was very adamant about figuring out exactly what this meant. Against the counsel and advice of the other scientists, Dr. Reed pulled another piece and stuck his hand within the tetrahedron, where he apparently encountered a simple concrete road in the center of Freeman. Uh, he did notice that some things were different. Uh, the street names were the same, but the vehicles were different. Um, apparently, he, he stepped into the middle of the street and a car had to move around him to avoid striking him. Uh, however, he was able to then step back into the tear once he had found it and step back into our world. The third time, Mr. Reed demanded that other scientists follow along, myself included. He demanded that we were to be equipped with tranquilizer pistols and to be sent out. In doing so, he sent us through. When we arrived, we started with one scientist. However, he started or was pulled into an altercation with you. Oh, sorry. No, but not. With um, a older gentleman named Wendell Fitzgerald. Wendell was then pulled into the uh, rift from which a figure jumped in after him and kind of looks over towards you, Kit. Not long after that, we were forced through the portal and saw you three. Uh, as well as there was one other figure. Um, she, she was had brown hair, purple streaks through it. Oh, that's Jess. Jess. Uh, that name sounds familiar. I mean, it should. It's one of your daughter's close friends, I think. Oh. Oh, uh, yes. Cheer Squad. From which Mr. Reed... Uh, stated that we were to to tranquilize you all and dragged you back. Jess uh, was not able to be taken. She was able to escape. Mr. Reed then stated that it was best for us to cut our losses and return back. That must be the timeline where we're all missing, right? That's a possible. It would make sense, yes. In our, in our hopping stuff, we, we there was versions of here where we were gone. We found pins of of miswanting posters. Then I, yeah, that would make sense. After that, Mister Reed began taking priority 
over the experimentation. He isolated the other versions of yourselves and began to put them through stress tests. At this point, as far as I can tell, he has not been inhumane. However, I would not be surprised if that was not his own prerogative, but simply so that way he does not have a mutiny on his hands. At the start, there was a number of scientists, myself included, who were very... We were against this move, and we didn't understand the consequences. But Mr. Reed was adamant that this was the key to finding unadulterated, pure energy. A entirely renewable resource of pure energy that could be used to power the world without any kind of basically to cut things such as fossil fuels to destroy any need for potentially damming or endangering the environment by any means to say if that's his actual goal I don't know as I've said before, he's kind of an ass. If this isn't proof enough. Pretty much since the moment that you all have arrived, myself and Dr. Rodriguez have been preparing a emergency situation that if we ever observed something going very wrong that we would be able to step in and return the other versions of you back to the tetrahedron however it's become increasingly more complicated as it seems that there have been there has been some outside interest in this situation It seems that Mr. Reed has informed, at the very least, some higher members of government about this potential development. And at bare minimum, the CIA is taking an interest. I'm sorry, you, you guys are falling for this crap? I I, I look at Miss Williams. I'm sorry, but that's that part's not our problem. Why? You're, you're saying you were only going to step in if something happened? You kidnapped other versions of us and we're only going to put them back if something went wrong? What if a version of you from the Jam world kidnaps your Jenny from this world? Would you be okay with that? No. So then why are they still here? And don't give me the science crap. Talk to me like Jenny's mom. Why are they here? Because I was afraid. Because... Because I was afraid that if I made the move, 
the bigger interests would squash me. Like a bug. This shouldn't have happened in the first place. I'm sorry that you're scared, but I imagine the four or five or how many other people you have locked up in cages are a lot more afraid right now. Baxter, you're right. I don't have any witty comeback or any excuse. None are valid. I was afraid and I wasn't forced to do it against my own will, but it damn well felt that way. It's like, uh, well, you always, especially when you live with the boogeyman, it becomes a standing threat. You suddenly become like Marshall Gibson. Sorry, you guys have no context for this. I'm bringing this up, but, but sorry. He was a former director here. Oh, we know who Marshall Gibson is. We stole his briefcase from the past. Uh, oh, okay. Well, in which case I'm sure you also know that he, he and his family died mysteriously after. That I do not believe we were aware of. About a month after. They, uh, said unintentional food poisoning. I, 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 listen, whatever you adults do, you have all, however feel like you're forced to do something, you all chose this, okay? Why, why are us, the kids here, why us? Did we get picked? Were we random? Because I don't, I don't want any of this, okay? I want to be done. I didn't want this. I don't want to be here right now. Uh, yes. And we're going to solve that as soon as possible, okay? It was random. If anyone else had been in that location, it would have been them. If it had been anyone else, would you be doing anything about it? Mom? I would very much like to think so. How could you do this? Oh my god, this is horrible. I don't know you at all. I'm gonna leave the table. I'm gonna go look for lab coats, I guess. It's like Jenny, like Kit's dad's not the only one that to live like a rat in a cage. And I walk away. Which point you hear from an outside room a Can I go closer to the door? Does it sound like Wendell? After after a little bit of time passes, you do hear a Hello? Uh, Mr. McPherson, can I open up the door? I think it's Wendell. But, but the riddle, it's so good. Only we would understand the riddle. Oh, that's fair. D do you trust this one? He gave me a mint. And you're sure he's not an android in disguise? You know, Mr. McPherson, with all due respect, can we ever be sure? He just, he just sits <laughs> down. 
<laughs> and start looking at his own hands. <laughs> and just, just, just. Yeah. He, he just like looks at it. Maybe I'm the android. You know, Mr. McPherson, before you open the door, uh, as, as we're getting there, Mr. McPherson, the best way to figure out if someone's on an android is to really get to know them. Uh, you know, try to figure out their interests. Um, maybe even hang out with them. So I think. Uh, so I can slip them oh, up? No, no, just to figure it out. And maybe it'll turn out that you like this person. Mm-hmm. Yes, I learned that trick. And I got my law degree. You have a law degree? Yes. I'm finding out so many things about you today uh, that are really astounding, Arnold. Alma mater. Top top of my class, too. I'd had no friends. You should tell that. You should tell that to Wendell. I think you'll really like that. Wendell steps in, as you can see that uh, he seems to be wearing his, uh, like, his maintenance uniform ah, uh, as he steps inward you can see that he he looks inside um oh a lot of people in here uh hi as mr mcpherson looks up hi wendell uh, this is mr mcpherson I, I was telling you about him nice nice to meet you yes you as well I am Mr. McPherson, and you are... Uh, you can call me Wendell. Wendell! What is your last name? I am so interested. This is not at all going how I thought it would. Fitzgerald. Ah, uh, no. Wendell Fitzgerald! Tell me, what is your occupation? Age, weight... Height. You two, you two have this in the corner. <laughs> Mr. McPherson, is there a phone in here by chance? Like a panic phone? <laughs> of course not. Of course. Of course not. Yep. All right. I guess I'll join Daxter and Kit and Jenny. I'm looking for lab coats for our infiltration mission. Okay. Uh, make a mind investigation check. Oh, no, you autofail because you're broken. Oh, she talked to her anchor. Come on, give her some slack. My anchor is dead. Oh, what? Your anchor's not your mom? My anchor was Miss Moore. Oh, shit, right. Oh, that's how we got here. That's correct. Oh. Oopsies. I tried to have a conversation with her, and she died. You can borrow one of ours. We got enough to spare. I don't think Riley has much for me. Oh, Tyson, can a new anchor be flashlight? I will collect flashlight, actually. That's a good point. Okay. Uh, you are in a storage room, uh, just looking through just piles of, piles of just, ran the most random shit. Like, clearly things that Mr. McPherson thought would be good to have on hand in the case of a nuclear apocalypse, but in day-to-day -day use is just garbage. As you are just digging around like a, like, like a, like a rat or a raccoon, you do hear a door, the door. <coughs> Honey, I don't know if you're going to find anything in here. Continue to dig. I don't look around. <sighs> okay. I'm... I am not in here to say... Fuck, why am I so bad at apologies? I unintentionally, but still, no, 
doesn't matter. I, by not acting, became the thing that I hated to see in the world. My inaction It cost people a lot of things, both in the loop, but also here. I get up and walk out. Chidictua. Mm -hmm. And go find any collection of my little pals. Actually, I'll go find Kit. The Kit's sitting on uh, one of the couches. Hi. Hi. And I pat the empty space uh, next to me, kind of like just I don't even look up I sit down that was a pretty good speech earlier yeah thanks um no I know that's why I used to write all your English papers yeah that was great mm -hmm. I think Mr. Cooper knows though also he tried to hit Baxter with a baton so yeah that was crazy Anyway, I'm just here to say that, uh, you know, I don't really know what we're doing, but, uh, it's been great to have you along, and I think you could use this more than me, and I hold out flashlight without looking. Okay, first of all, when Jenny said, you've been great, or whatever, Kit, like, turns to the side away from Jenny's face, and, like, like smiles big like crazy relief oh my god like you know this is like when the popular girl like actually pays you a compliment but times like 20 times a thousand because it's like oh like i'm not even on regina george's good side like regina george is coming to me and being like hey you're actually cool I'm like, oh, oh kathleen <sighs> that i uh <clears throat> i compose myself and i turn and i see flashlight and i'm like oh no <laughs> why what what no that's your friend that's your little friend and it is like your mom's from your work and things that's your friend yeah i stole it and now it's yours why uh, but as i say why i reach out with my hand to kind of go keep, 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 keep on where the robot's cheeks are because you need a little buddy it, it just tilts off to, after a moment, it just tilts off to the side and nuzzles. Uh, Jenny, I kind of cradle. And I look away to the outside of the couch the same way a kid did earlier. And I'm like, yeah, and you know, you probably have to come over a lot to charge him. So. Okay. Okay. That's all. Okay. That would be great. And where are Olivier and Baxter right now? I, I, I'm sitting kind of going over the plan still with Riley. I think I'm trying to give him as many details as I can. I don't think yet I've kind of officially told him about the time travel we knew as murder thing, but basically everything else I've kind of filled him in on. Oh, I said that, I think, earlier. Yeah, you, you it's, it's been it's been dropped a few times, but I don't think I've ever... If, he, if, if, he, if at some point he brought up to me, he's like, what was that about? I probably would have told him, but I don't think I would have been like, oh, by the way, you. I don't think I would have. Uh, funny that you speak of that, because as you, as you are sitting there kind of going over 
I got a question I gotta ask you. Hmm? Did I die? Technically, you're, you were going to die, but then you didn't. I pull out the file that I kind of still have crumpled up in my bag, and I kind of show it to him. Uh, you pull it out, uh, and it is no longer blurry. Uh, it says that the, uh, it's, it reads as, uh, Riley Raiden was a birth date, uh, date of, uh, date of death. There is no number. So this was scarier before, but then it's okay. Then Kit did some kickflips and she became the rat queen and now you're here and nothing will go wrong. Takes it. Oh, this is my rap sheet? Yeah. Oh. Well, who would have guessed that? What? Huh. What? I don't get caught for anything else after this. Well, yeah, because... <laughs> a very optimistic way of seeing the situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look look at this. Like, I already got, I already got in trouble for this shit. I already got troubled for, like, uh, filling water balloons with paint and throwing it at mr baldwin's car but now there's nothing else after that so i must get away with everything well i could kill god i don't think we can stop that listen no 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 i get it i get it i'm just i'm just kidding don't worry don't worry everything's gonna be on the up and up mostly i kid again well i think we have one more case of B and E we gotta do, but then after that. Alright, so um so what's the plan? Who do you make this up with? Uh over here, well we discussed the beginning of it, but um I wanted to go over more of the uh like the more specific stuff. So I have my access card. I can get you guys into the back door. I didn't know how we were going to uh get you guys further in. I'll be able to get you not into any of the private offices. You'll mostly be uh, not on your own, but we won't be able to get you down to the loop precisely yet. We would need higher access. Sorry, I thought I was going to, I was thinking I was going to go initially go join Baxter again, because Olivia is not totally, doesn't know if he should go bother Jenny. She's, she's feeling shitty. Uh, Kit's having her moment. Uh, is Vale very interested in keeping an ear and eye out on the McPherson Wendell progress? Uh, that's like the one thing keeping them together uh, in this moment. Uh, you're looking off to the side where you can see. Uh, well, uh, actually, at this point, uh, Wendell's off sitting at the dinner table. You can see Mr. McPherson is just holding the uh, recorder and is just playing it to his ear, then rewinding it, and then playing it back in his ear again, then rewinding it and playing it back in his ear again. So, any luck? I approach uh, Mr. McPherson. Hmm? Oh, this is a gold mine. So, is he an android or what? Is, is he an android or what? Hmm? Oh! I couldn't care less. I've got a loop scientist on record saying that they kidnapped children. Mr. McPherson, you know we're gonna we're gonna liberate our other selves, right? Yes, of course. Okay. But then everyone is gonna want to burn the loop to the ground, and thus anarchy will reign. It, I mean, uh, you and I, 
we understand each other, mm. right? Yes, I like to think so. Okay. I like good. to think good. that we good. are, that as good. they say, brother from another mother. Wow. <laughs> um, a lot more than I thought. Okay, cool. Um, listen. Mm. I think if you made that public, you probably destroy Jenny's family more than it already is. Oh, based on what I hear, I think it is already. Yeah, but people... It's like once you have a hole, you can't make you can make a deeper hole, but it's just gonna be a hole. Yeah, but you can also fill that hole, and I maybe like to think that that's what they're trying to do, right? Like, think, just think about the actual human impact of what that would do for a sec, and maybe you'd want to just like delete that. Okay, just just stands there in thought for a moment before looking over to towards Jenny, looking over towards Miss Williams. But the shadow government. I I know, uh, I really know. Honestly, Miss, can I, can I offer you a suggestion? I'm I'm open. Try to turn into, you know, all this energy and like fervor you have for you know the shadow government and the aliens and everything. Um, of course, it's my life's work. Yeah. Have you ever thought of um, pretending like that wasn't real, but passing it off as fiction? Subliminal messaging. Yeah. Like L. Ron Hubbard. Well, let, let's pack <laughs> that away for a sec, yeah? But yeah, I think you could do real good uh, if you, like, you know, became a writer or, like, a, made movies or, or musical out of this. That way you could get your message out there. Yes. Yes. And I, c- I can transcribe this quote into a story. And I can tell people that it's true without having... I can be tongue-in-cheek with it, as they say. Exactly. Exactly. I think that would be a a very lucrative thing for you and would help keep Jenny's family together. My boy, you are a goddamn genius. I really try. All right, I must... I must begin on my magnum opus. Begins to head over towards... Uh, the, the workshop table, which is currently being used by Hope and Trust, as he kind of has a, Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were working on something. Yes, yes, I'm so sorry. I must begin crafting. I am a writer, goddammit. I look at Hope and Trust, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Hope is just shrugs. <laughs> <sighs> Another unintentionally unknown good deed for Jenny out of the way. My conscience is clear, and I return to the table. Which point, uh, Wendell con- continues describing the plan, uh, potentially as of this point. So we'll take you guys. We'll be able to, uh, how exactly you guys do want to get in? It's going to be a little bit tricky. I've got a few spare ones of these kind of motioning to his, uh, jumpsuit, but I don't know how else to get you guys inside. Uh, yeah, those carts that you drive around, those are big enough for us, right? I suppose that's true, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that'll definitely work. Uh, okay, so that'll get you through the door. Getting down further. Um, I'll be able to, I should be able to get you to the loop. But I won't be able to get you inside. I give a bit of a knowing stink eye to Jenny. I say, I think we know someone that can. She- should we bring her? Do we have a choice? 
Well, we could steal it. Sure, but I don't know. Like, they were, like, the most popular people ever in the loop. I think they'd be a little freaked out if they saw us walking around just out in the world. What if they, like, tase us and throw us in cages again? You know, if they saw us walking around, it might take us exactly where we need to go. But if they put us in... Yeah, if they put us in, in the jammy cages, then if we, like, what if... Right, but there's already people in the jammy cages. And those people are who we're going to see. If I know anything about what has been said here, I'm not putting it past them to just go, oh, what happens if the jammy and the peanut butter two people touch? Because I'm a science man and I like trying science that hurts and kills people. And then we'll touch and the world will blow up. I do like the idea of not letting them know that we're there for as long as we can do so. You know, if they have record of us using her ID, like, you know, there's risk there that I would just want you to be aware of taking things. So we steal someone else's ID? Nope, I'm just saying, like, you know, we'll just be aware of that. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in, like, maybe I'm jumping a few steps ahead here, but apparently, and I look at Miss Williams, uh, you had a plan to get us out after? Is she at the table? No. Oh. Uh, I kind of look around. Is she in the room? Well, you look off to the side where she was before, and she's not there. Uh... Guys? I saw her in the garbage room. Doesn't seem like the big door has been opened. No. I help try to look. Uh, Mrs. Williams? Uh, you look inside the garbage room. You can see that there's a desk off to the side just filled with random shit. Uh, you can also see on the far side of the room, there is a metal grate hanging uh, that was once bolted that is now her. So, Kit, is she in there? It looks like she was. What? What do you mean? I was into the room, into the garbage room. We're very alike. <sighs> See, Mr. McPherson poke his head in, and oh, that was how we got in here. Oh fuck! So she's going back to your exploded scrapyard. Shit! I Shit. guess so. Shit. Mom. Which which point? Uh, you see, Mr. McPherson look off to the side. Oh. Picks up a piece of paper. I'm assuming that's how you spell your name, Je- name, Jenny. How many ways are there to spell Jenny? I don't know. I'm a writer, not a speller. That's a fair point. That's really fair, actually. <laughs> and grab it. What does it say? Uh, you open the note. Uh, it says, Dear Jenny, I wanted to say I'm sorry in a thousand ways, but I couldn't think of the right words at the end of the day i just wanted you to know that i love you and every version of you and your friends my fear kept me from protecting you and that's the worst thing a mother can do with all the love in the world i hope you end up nothing like me god damn it and just signed your mom she's so stupid where'd she go pass the note along are you kidding me She's going in there on her own? But we have a plan. Did she see my map? We all saw the map, Baxter. We all saw the map. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, this note doesn't say jack shit about what she's going to do or how it's going to affect us. She has her own plan. She's going to go find her friend. And they're going to do whatever they're going to do. In fairness, I think she might have updated her plan. Which is good news. 
how she did it. Arguably bad, depending on your opinion. As he kind of motions over and you can see a gun case empty. Holy shit. Oh my god. She's just going in the front door. I'm really conflicted on how metal that is, but also how stupid that is. See, now you're learning. We need to go now. Fuck. So we need to go. She's going to ruin everything. Suit up. <laughs> Suit up? Of course. And you know me. Old reliable oh, me. I've been oh, Mr. setting some stuff up previous. <laughs> As you see, just a bunch of garbage can, like garbage bag shawls. This is a prank, right? Ta-da! This is a prank. You're gonna push a button and a cool wall's gonna pop out and there are gonna be guns and a Kevlar vest and stuff, right? Yeah. You said you had to be human garbage. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. <laughs> he really distracts me. You know, he really, like, gets under my skin in a weird kind of way. Oh. I was thinking more like, you know, cool weapons. Yeah, there's, like, exosuits or guns. I... I get the robot team was supposed to be making me cool gun stuff. Shut up. Come on. Which point, as you guys are, are heading out, you uh, do hear, wait. As you turn around, see Hope there. Blanket over something. So, well, Mr. McPherson was, uh, frankly, uh, disappointing with his reveal. I did make something for you all. It's a one charge. But it would get you out of a tough situation if necessary. It's a bit finicky, so be careful who handles it. Is it a weapon? You could say. He pulls it off. As you can see, what looks to be... It, it almost looks like like um, a rifle. It seems to be like welded together as such, but you can see that there are two... Um, like seem to be like gas tanks al almost attached to the back as you can see that there's a lighter up the front as he clicks it and <laughs> as it seems to fire a very precise mid-range like laser uh almost like a plasma cutter extension as it <laughs> this would be able to get you through one set of metal lock doors uh I don't know about further more than that. Um, please do not touch the end, uh, or else you will lose a limb. Hope, that's cool as hell. Give it to Olivier. I feel like the folks to handle this are uh, myself or Jenny or possibly Olivier? Someone who has decent balance, but also, how do I put this? There is some mathematics that will be required to be used for it, so make sure that the person also has that. Some smarts, that's what I'm trying to say. Olivia, can I just can I just carry it there at least? Can I carry it there, please? By all means, yeah, sure. No, Olivia! What? He wants to hold I, it! I'll, I won't fire it! You I just want to hold it! It's got one charge. It's got one charge. I'm not going to fire look, it. Look at me, look at me. Cool. It's got one charge. Fine, okay? I'll be honest, I was thinking about firing it, but you're right, okay? So fine. Okay, fine. I know you. In which case, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for looking after us. Even in the future, you look after us. And that's that's really cool. That's a true friend. All right, Wendell, let's get out of here. All right, kid. Wendell begins to run after you guys. I I hang back for a mere moment, and I go to Miss McPherson and say, Hey, Miss mm. McPherson. Yes? You know, that was... I just wanted to let you know, that was, like, 
pretty, it was really cool how big and fiery you blew up that building. Thank you! I, I kind of lean in a little bit. I was wondering if you thought maybe you could do it again, but bigger. Well, I was right in the middle of writing my first novel. <sighs> I don't, I'll be honest, I don't trust anyone not to let this happen again. And I think you're the one that maybe really can help me make that happen. And the only way that guys like us know how to. Swinging for the big house. Is that what we're yep. doing? Is that the moment we're having? Swinging for this the big house. This is everything you've wanted. This is the biggest garbage can fire I've ever made in my life. You, you understand, boy? We do this. There's no going back. There already wasn't going back for me and Riley. People are gonna die. No. Well, we'll, we'll evacuate. We'll do that first. We'll make sure of that. Mm, people no, no. will die regardless. No, no, no. People not. die in more ways than one. No, you dig up dead bodies. You gotta you... be willing to take a life, boy. No, actually, um, this is You the gotta be willing up... to look up someone I'm in the to... eye as they beg for their life. From across the room, I'm like, Baxter, you better not be talking to Mr. McPherson about blowing up the loop. No, I'm not. <laughs> Shut up. This has nothing to do with you, narc. Shut up. I gave you this purpose. Look, I'm just saying, we're gonna go in there and we're <laughs> we're gonna go in there and do what we need to do. And if you maybe while we're gone want to prepare yourself for what you need to do, that would be the coolest thing ever. Mm. All right. In which case, to the big house with both of us. Time for us to meet the slammer. Well, Ugh, stands up. <laughs> ah. All right, to work. And with that, that's where we're going to end this episode. Adam, I want to tell you out of character that if Mr. McPherson blows up the loop and blows up the tetrahedron that creates antimatter and destroys <laughs> literally everything, <laughs> we're so fucked. <laughs> we, listen, we have, we have at least one or two more. Ep- we have one or two more episodes to make sure this all works out. Well, now we're to the XP bonus section of our uh, episode. Question one, did you participate? Yes. Question two, have you been in trouble because of your relationships or your problem? I think so. Number three, did you use or struggle with your pride? Yeah. Number four, did you put yourself at risk for the other kids? Mm-hmm. And number five, have you learned something new? Actually, I was thinking this episode, I was like, huh. This might be where we we kind of learned things that didn't immediately need me to be like, what? Some of that, but, you know, not all of it, which was cool. Yeah, there was that cool bit where we, where Mrs. Williams explained, like, things that we had had with, with the context. Like, we knew, but with context of their own stuff, that was cool for me. All I've learned from this gameplay session is Mr. McPherson is right about absolutely everything. <laughs> He's never been wrong. He's never been wrong a single time. That's dangerous. I don't want him to be the one who's right in the universe. Truly unfathomable. Well, with that being the case, after spending your time at your guys' hideout, uh, please remove all conditions. Well, with this uh, all being the case, is there anything that people would like to plug? I am going to plug K-pop. Not the genre of music, but in fact, the new Broadway musical. 
which is opening this fall, uh, this being the year 2022, on Broadway. Oh my god. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, K-pop is fine. I've never been super into it, but a friend of ours is in it, and it's his big giant debut, and we're super pleased and proud of him, and good job, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna plug a local bakery. I finally made it here after living back in Halifax for about a year. Um, everybody, I was always like, I need to find a good croissant, because I can't find any in this city, and I was being so annoying about it, uh, and then did nothing to find a good one. Uh, so finally, I just so happened to walk into LF Bakery or Little French Bakery. It's on, I think it's on Goddington Street. I could be wrong, but it's in the North End and it was delicious. Very sweet, very good. Um, a little more rare to be in Halifax and kind of feel the like cute little, com- there's a lot of community here, but like the little feeling of like people are just from everywhere just coming in to get their baguette or their food and you can sit and have coffee and the barista was very nice and uh yeah i love bakery check it out very quick uh as most things uh, as i learned about most events which is through facebook targeted ads thanks zuckerberg uh i saw a show that i've listened to music from but i've never seen because i never had the chance to and juliet is going to be playing in toronto at the queen of wales theater uh essentially the premise of the show is what happens um if both Romeo and Juliet survive the ending of the show, and then they go on and and have weird, um, strange relationships, it's a it's a jukebox musical, which is my least favorite type, which is basically where they use pop songs um, instead of original songs. It's very pop focus. Uh, I like I said, I'm not a super huge fan of some musical choices, but I feel like in context it probably works. Um, but anyways, that's just something I've always been curious about musical, and now it's opening in Toronto, so you can go check that out. I think in in uh, end of eight, uh, June, I think maybe. Anyways, whatever. Uh, if you're in Toronto, you know. Uh, my second thing, uh, I want to plug some chicken. I know Lizzie gave a very heated recommendation a few weeks ago that I don't want to take away from them, and I have been planning on going to that place. Uh, Olivia's Authentic Fried Chicken is a place that uh, I like a lot. It was They didn't have a lot of locations, but they're doing like a massive expansion uh, kind of around the island, and they just opened up one in the heart of downtown Montreal, literally right next to Concordia University. Shout out. Um, it is uh, in between. It's on a... I don't remember what street, but it's in between the hall building and the library building. You'll find it. Yeah, and it's lovely. You get big, fat, fried pieces of chicken, and there's so many, so many sauce options. They do the thing that I like, where when you order a sandwich, they don't just put mayo on it. They say, which of our sauces would you like on the sandwich? And I say, thank you for the option. Uh, and it's very good. Uh, so I highly recommend it. And they do it, like, all fresh. Like, like you walk in, and, like, what? how much chicken would you like? And you say this much, and they say, I will start making it right now. And they got to wait 20 minutes, but it's very worth it. I'm going to plug myself. Of course, if you want music stuff, if you want acting stuff, you listen to the show. You've listened to me, hopefully. <laughs> you can find me on my socials, at Crustaceous. That's C-R-U-Z-T-A-C-I-O-U-S. I'm only going to plug two things today. One of them is uh, Next Normal, presented by Contact Theater, which is happening from May 6th to May 14th. Uh, it'll be play- I'll be playing in the band. It's a fantastic show. If you like uh, musicals, if you're into uh, mental health stuff, and rock and roll. Just an overall really good show. And on a personal note, well, on a casual note, I'm going to plug the new Emma movie that I watched this weekend that's on Netflix. Great flick. It's an adaptation of Jane Austen's novel, Emma, and it stars Anya Tina-Joy, who is just fantastic. Just cute as a button and a great actress. So if you want to watch it, give it a watch. It's worth it. Way more whimsical than I thought it was. Don't let the whimsy at the beginning put you off because you think, oh, this is supposed to be Regency-era England. 
this isn't supposed to be whimsical. Let the whimsy take over you. Let the whimsy uh, flow through you. <laughs> well, uh, if you enjoyed this series, make sure to check out our previous series, Montreal by Night. Uh, make sure to listen to this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Get all your board game news from thebagofloot.com and get all your board game needs from threekingsloot.com. That's it from all of us here. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.